0: Well, I guess they're with me virtually, I guess. Dennis Geisler, and we also got Doug Willig on the line. Guys, how are you doing? Welcome to the WRC crew, starting, you know, right on time at 6.03. Doing yeah, good, Raj. Exactly. How are you? We're pretty much there. Yeah, pretty much there. I'm I'm doing well, guys. Uh, you know, this whole virtual thing, it's starting to get to me a bit. I'm not going to lie. Um, it is not fun doing a virtual rotations from home. It seems like they give you more work uh, than you can handle sometimes, but I'm glad to be here. I needed a place to come and de-stress, and... Uh, this is a place I'd rather be actually in person. Uh, but how about you guys? How's your week going? How's school virtually? Because I'm not really experiencing school virtually. I'm kind of like a, a free working man right now.
1: Dennis, you want to go first oh. or should I
0: take oh, it? Oh, I, I, guess, I guess I'll go. Uh,
2: I'm, you know, it's a lot of just uh, working from home. It's a lot of Zoom calls. Not a big fan of all the Zoom calls. Even all my clubs have a bunch of Zoom calls all the time.
0: You know, you isn't me, or have you guys, like, has your, has your, you know, work productivity gone down? Like, I don't know. I, I mean, I go through these phases where, like, I, I'm really productive, like, for certain weeks. And then, like, all of a sudden, I'm just, like, super unproductive. And I'm like, what am I doing?
1: Yeah, no, How I no definitely idea, agree. Like, my productivity is down. It's just harder, you know, to organize your time and everything. Like, at least when you're in person, like, you go to class, you kind of have a you get a feel for like what's going on like if a class is starting to get hard you kind of recognize it but then like when you're at home just like all the time for everything taking every class from the same desk looking at your computer it's just everything just kind of goes by and it's just kind of it's harder to stay focused harder to like put yourself in the mindset like this is a class like because this is the same place I'm going to be sitting at night like this is just a same place I am all the time. It's hard to get yourself. <laughs> I know. I
0: know. It, in that I mindset. Know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I mean, I liked when I had to go in for my rotations. I'm not a fan of these remote rotations. They really like the first couple of weeks are okay, but then you're just like, oh my goodness, like I cannot do this anymore. I've also noticed like, you know, when you when you have to go somewhere at the end of the day, like you have to go and like, you know, you for you guys, you have to go to class at the end of the day or go like do a part time job. It's different. It's different because you want You come back home and you're like, you know, you value your time a lot because you're like, I'm only home for a certain amount of time. And, and you want to make the most of it. But when you're home all the time, like Doug says, I, I don't even know what to do. Um, well, something I did do last night was, uh, I hope you guys did too, was did you guys get a chance to catch the uh, NBA Finals Game 1? I did watch, yes. Dennis, did you uh, watch? I- I caught a bit of it. You caught a bit of it? Because, you know, I had a very interesting conversation, Doug, on Monday night with my uh, with our sports I, I director, like, Chris uh, Sakonis, can, can and, go and Dennis Geisler, because I really want to talk to Dennis. And I was like, I told him this series was already over before it began. I said a maximum of six games. I said six games in Lakers. I think what I saw after last night, I feel vindicated already. I already feel vindicated. And I think... Dennis has to agree with me today. I think it is this series, it is over. I thought it was over before we even began, but with the fact that Dragic and Adebayo both went down in that game and they're both listed doubtful, um, you know, going ahead. We don't know what their status is. And the fact that we're playing the next three games back to back to back, I think the series is over in five games maximum. I I, I don't have anything else to say. I would just like yeah. an apology from Chris Sakonis and, and Dennis Here, Geisler.
2: I'm, I'm not going to apologize because when I make my predictions, I do not count on two of a team's top three players going down <laughs> with injuries.
0: I said, I quote, I literally remember saying, quote, because I got, I got ridiculed for this. Uh, and and you know Doug might not know the context. You know Dennis ridiculed me on Monday night, saying, "You know Raj, how many players are there on the court? It doesn't matter when you have LeBron James and Anthony Davis on the court on the same team. To be and fair, and you don't have any other superstars on the other team. Yes, Jimmy Butler is a very good player, but he is not a superstar." That's my that's my main point. At the end of the day, I mean, this say, series say An- is over. Say Anthony over. Davis
2: or LeBron James went down with the same kind of injury as tragic.
0: Yes, this yes. series It'll is over. Different.
2: Lakers losing four. No, okay, Whoa. well, but hold, hold, no, hold, no, hold. no, no,
0: no. No, 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 my friend. If, if Anthony Davis goes down, I could still see the Lakers pulling out a win because that is the greatness of LeBron James. Anthony Davis James. is the one, uh, well, he, he's been doing really well. He's in the been, both of the them, doing really well. Anthony Davis had another 34-point 30, yeah. game, and that was absolutely phenomenal for first games ever in, in the NBA Finals. But mm-hmm. Anthony Davis is in the Finals because of one reason, because he has LeBron James. Anthony Davis has gotten better, yes, that's true. He's but has playing but, really, really well in the playoffs. Oh, yes, but if you're telling me if he was in the Pelicans, they'd be in the NBA Finals? No way. No way! Yeah, absolutely not. So you, you are correct. Yeah, but so, if you
2: put, if you take either of them,
0: no, I out, think if you take Anthony Davis out, you know what's stopping LeBron from doing what he did two years ago? He looks very good. He still looks very good <laughs> in years. The year fact 17.
2: that he's only one player on the team. I mean, if he's do you playing, remember what he did a couple bio, years ago? Butler, barring tragic, barring like, the uh,
0: the finals against the Warriors after he 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 destroyed like I want to say destroy his hand, but he at least inflamed his hand. Uh, or got a sprain on his hand after punching a blackboard because J.R. Smith couldn't remember the time on the clock uh, to seal out a, uh, would have been a phenomenal Game One win against the Warriors. He went for he was dropping 40 points. I, I get, I guarantee you, if things had gone down, and this is a much more talented roster than the one yet in 2018, even if you take Anthony Davis out, they would find a way at least for LeBron to push this series to six to seven games at the very least. But I think I think the series is over. Jimmy Butler well, looked know, like he couldn't just even walk straight after the game was over because his ankle was so yeah. sprained. Yeah, he got
2: injured too. Yeah. Yeah. This Oh here, yeah, just a step. I mean in, when your top three in. players get injured,
1: what are to you give, supposed to do about this? To, to give credit to the Heat, just to give credit to the Heat, I mean, no one on their team is a superstar. You're right about that. But they did get past the Bucks in the second round, who have Giannis. Giannis won MVP, won defensive player of the year. You know, they beat them. They beat them in five, I believe. So it's just they beat them in five. They swept their first-round matchup. They won the Eastern Conference Finals in six. So they've been playing good. Even if Jimmy Butler, you know, isn't a superstar, he's still an all-star. You know, Bam was an all-star this year. They have a very well-rounded team. It's now, the difference between being, having a
0: well-rounded team, Doug, and having, and having superstars on yeah, your team. Yeah, I'm
1: not trying to argue the Heat are better. And, in
0: fact, if they get swept, No, 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 you mean the Lakers if, are better.
1: Yeah, the Lakers are better. My, my bad, my bad. And I won't be surprised if the Lakers win, you know, in four, if they, they win every game by 20. But let's just wait to see if the Heat make adjustments, you know, get game two. Because don't forget, they had Duncan Robinson, who is an extremely – he can be a hot shooter. He's probably, like, one of the best three-point shooters in the league, probably definitely top three. And he was, I think, O of 2 or O of 3 from 3 in game one. Zero That's not going to happen yeah. every game. 0 of 3, right? So if mm-hmm. he gets hot from 3, if he goes 8 of 10 from 3-1 game or 8 of 11, whatever, you know, something like that. If he goes, drops 20, 30 points, they also have other guys who can be streaky. You know, Hiro didn't have the best game. If he comes out and gets hot, I won't be surprised if the Heat steal a game or two, okay? I will be surprised. I'll be surprised if the Heat win based on what we saw in game
0: one. It is over. Granted, it is over. You And I say... Hand a trophy to the, the,
2: the what we saw in Game One that I would be surprised by if they won is injuries to Dragic and Adebayo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's like, what's the report? Does anybody have the report? What's what 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 are the what are they saying? I just don't see Dragic coming back by Game Two. I like, don't either. I like think that. they were both listed doubtful. Bad. I think that yeah, they are both listed doubtful. I mean. Mm-hmm. What is it? A planter tear? That's what Woj said about 18 hours ago. Um, yeah, planter tear. Yeah, for, he ain't coming uh, back for game two. Maybe, uh, I don't know when he's coming back. He might not come back for the rest of the series, but uh, I don't know. I don't know how to do and it. And Jimmy Butler was wearing a wrap on his left hand. Yeah, Jimmy yeah, Butler. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I didn't understand why they put Jimmy Butler back in with 7.39 to go in that game. They're down by 20 points. Yeah. I don't know, give I don't the know. Heat some credit, maybe. I guess it was garbage time anyway, but. Uh, They cut it to 12, they cut it to 13 with two and a half to go. And, I mean, they cut it 13 and Hero goes up for a free throw. I'm thinking in my head, you know, 12-point game, two and a half minutes. You know, I mean, your chances of winning are less than 2%, but, like, it's not all over. You know, you maybe get hot, maybe hit a couple threes, but, like, LeBron James just shut that window down, too. That game was over within the first four minutes of that third quarter.
1: Yeah, you know up. the Heat came out strong because the Heat they came out to that thirteen point lead. Yeah, they were up twenty three ten in that first quarter, yeah. and everyone was like,
0: "Yeah, oh wait,
1: what?" Yeah. But then Lakers won on that seventy five to thirty. Yeah, run. I
0: think LeBron James yeah. had six points in the first quarter, and they were up by seventeen at halftime. I don't care who's on your team at that point; it's yeah. over. Honestly, it is it looks over. Like LeBron, like
1: I think he was coasting a little bit that game, just because you know he only scored twenty five. I mean, he almost had a triple double. You know, thirteen rebounds, nine assists, but. I mean I feel like he we know he can go off easily for 40 or 50 in a game and he didn't even even have to. He didn't need to have to
0: because no, Anthony Davis no. played so well. Anthony Davis played phenomenal. He was he was fantastic. That it, it looked like men versus boys out there. I am not lying. Duncan Robinson zero points. That's not acceptable. How do you get zero points as Duncan Robinson? Your your specialty is the three-point shot.
1: I don't know if we'll see that from every game. I feel like He'll he'll
0: get hot. I mean, you got to get like, Tyler Hero going. He looks phenomenal. Yeah. He looks like a su- potential he's got a lot of potential talent. I mean, he, you need to him you need him to have one of those special 30-point games in the series in order for the Heat to pluck one off because if Jimmy Butler is wearing uh, you know, if Jimmy Butler can't walk properly, if Goran Dragic can't play, if Ben Mabayo is out for a couple of games, I mean, what's left? What's left at this point? I mean, yeah, that's I what I'm know, saying. Really. What is that? <laughs>
1: they is... did. They, they had a bright spot in Kendrick Nunn in that in that second half. I mean, Kendrick Nunn. If you guys, if anyone listening forgot, he started all 67 games for the Heat in the regular season. He finished third place in rookie of the year voting. He was first team all rookie, and then come playoff time, he's been out of the rotation. He's only played in well, nine he games was the and one some garbage got... time minutes. He was. He played one... well in the second half yesterday. So yesterday, right? Yeah, but he had played time. in the last few playoff games, but yesterday in the second half, he was you know eight of eleven from the field. He actually had the second most points for the Heat. Granted, it was garbage time, but considering the fact that the Heat have had some key injuries, he might have to be playing you know more minutes in the next couple of games. We'll have to see. And we saw him do it in the regular season, you know, like I just mentioned, but he hasn't been doing it in the playoffs because Spoelstra took him out of the rotation. So maybe I don't know if he's gonna if he's gonna be put into a starting role or what he's gonna do. But the Heat are going to have to make some changes to try to make the series competitive, because they going if every game goes like game one, they're finished. So whether that's none getting more minutes, you know, if if every game goes
2: like game one where their best players get injured,
1: I mean, okay. Besides that, they it was not.
2: (laughs) I mean, I do agree (laughs) that the Lakers have been playing well. At the same time,
0: dude, the series I, I don't think over, that you man. can discount the is, impact
2: of injury in this. It is over. I mean, I, I don't think know what's left of- I agree that it's over because of the injuries.
0: Oh. If Dragic
2: was 100%, if Adebayo was 100%, if Jimmy Butler was 100%, he's not 100% for the rest of the series. If all these players are 100%, like when they were all on the court together, you guys were they were talking doing about a really 50, good 50 job. They were scoring ups. a bunch of points. You guys were talking about I mean, 50, if these players 50, are putting up 30 minutes a night, then. They might win this series, Look, but when two I, of them are out and Jimmy Butler is limited, they they can't do anything. The, heat, yeah,
0: the I mean, only the way, are... the only the only way that they can um, that this team can come back and and potentially the Heat can have a chance is if LeBron and AD both go down. That's it. That's it. Yeah, I agree. That's literally it. At least one of them is necessary at least one of for them. them to even have a and, chance. And if it's one of them, they need LeBron to go down, and that's not happening. So mm-hmm. um, I think it's time to hand to call this series over, because I don't think these like I don't think these personally. I think the Miami Heat are winning a game. I was just giving the benefit of the doubt that I think they can pull one out because of their Cinderella run so far. Uh, um, I don't think they're gonna pull off a game. You don't think they're gonna plan. pull off a game? No, it's over. Yeah. I, I mean, we'll see Jimmy Butler they back in action. One. I could see them pulling again. Jimmy
2: Butler back in action, but he's still injured, and he does not have the cast around him. Like, as you said, he's very good. He's a great player. He's not a superstar in the caliber of LeBron James or uh,
0: Anthony Davis. No, that's spot. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I-, I have nothing more to say. I just want an apology from Chris Taconis. That's all. I'm not asking for much. I think, I think I've been vindicated. What do, you, what, do you agree with it, Dennis?
2: Um, I would not say that. Like I agree that the series is over now, but I think
0: it's just because of injury primarily. Oh, oh like, you guys are You you really think of Goran Dragic and Ab- abadayo I can't even pronounce his name right now. Adabaya. Adabaya, was, was 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 we're we're back at hundred percent like say tomorrow that the Heat still have a chance. No, no. I, no, uh, no, I mean I agree if they were with 100% you hundred percent because...
2: tomorrow, I think they have a chance, yes.
1: No, no way. Even if both those guys aren't injured, I mean they're just they're overpowered. Like I think they'll win a game yes. or two, but not not the series.
0: Yes, maybe yeah. I'll give them a game or two. I mean, there's a reason I said six because I was a bit concerned that you know the Heat would win Game One, and it looked like in the first ten minutes they were going to win Game One by a dominating fashion. But um, and then then LeBron woke up, and then Anthony Davis woke up, and then they both woke up well, at the same time. And then all of the, the
2: players on the Heat got injured. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, my God. I mean, yeah. when they
2: have all of their best players playing together, this team is very good, and I think they're better than the Lakers. Yeah. But the issue is that they just don't wait, have what? that anymore, and that's why I think the series wait, is. Wait, wait, wait. When, when they have all their best players together, they're better than the
0: Lakers? That's what, that's what they were saying on Monday night. Yeah. No. Can you believe it? Doug, Doug, they were offering. No. They were saying the series was a coin flip. They were saying it's a toss up. I was like, are you kidding me? It's a 3 to 1 Laker favorite. Now it's like. I don't know, 95 to 1 favorite? Look, I don't even know what to say. I,
1: I mean, 95
0: I was, to 1? Oh, well, I guess. That, yeah. You, can make, <laughs> a you can make that statement. No, what, that, might be a bit, that might be a lot. Actually, I'll take that one back. Um, no, that is a Yeah, lot. That's, that's, that's quite a bit. I'll say probably a 9 and 10. A 9 and 10 chance the Lakers have to win.
2: I, I would be on your side yeah, there. Yeah, 9 to
0: 1 probably, yeah.
2: Unless someone invents like the, the healing machine from Pokemon where they just get instantly zapped back to yeah.
0: complete health.
2: It's like, over. I mean, this is like... Over.
0: What what is there to talk about? I mean, if you look at the odds here's this morning. The Lakers went the Lakers went from minus three seventy last night for everybody who's listening to minus thirty five hundred. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yes. Oof. It, they have no confidence in the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat went from plus one forty to plus fourteen hundred favorites. So you know. Yeah. When I when I said I would put my house on the Lakers Monday night, I think I was pretty confident about that. You put your house? That's what you... Wow. No, I mean, I'm saying metaphorically. Of course, I don't own am you, house. Got you, got you. Come on, come on. I got you. I got you. But yes, yes. Doug, what were you going to say?
1: I was going to say, just going back to Dennis's and I guess Chris's statement that the Heat are better when both teams are fully healthy. I definitely, definitely disagree. 100%. The Lakers are better roster. Better roster, better team. When everyone is fully healthy. I think that's inarguable. I mean... That doesn't mean I that can mean really see chance. it in the
2: two best players in the Lakers. I think the rest of them, like, they're they're not terrible players, but they're not putting in the amount that they no, would the, need to to make up for the point. fact that, that's I mean, they have point. two huge I mean, superstars. And then third, what,
1: Caldwell-Pope? Yeah, no, no, it's like, fair. Their third, fourth, fifth players, you know, may not be as good as the Heat. I mean, sure, Dwight Howard can get some rebounds. You know, Rondo's been a really good facilitator in the playoffs. You know, Kuzma can score, you know. At times, he can be a good scorer. Call the Pope is, you know, okay. Sometimes, it's just Caruso, you know, can score. They're those guys. They're good. They're not incredible. The first I mean, two guys it, be are incredible. Points in a night, like, but the first two guys, Ad and LeBron, that's a difference maker. Easy,
0: easy. So just yes, yeah. just for everybody who's listening, and we'll get to the other NBA news because there is some breaking news. Um, I I was interested in that. Yes, and that was also yes, something we were talking about yes, on Monday. Yes, thanks for quoting it, strange. Doug. Anyways, uh, just I, before you all, everybody's interested, tomorrow's line for the Miami Heat and the Lakers, Heat, 9.5-point underdogs. And I think that's putting it mildly. I think uh, depending on how things shape out, they could go into this game 15-point underdogs. Yeah, Ooh. I think
2: that's just with the uncertainty around Dragic and Adebayo. Exactly. And like, if if, if and Butler,
0: those two are just not playing at all, and oh, we know they're yeah, not playing yeah, at all. It's it at up. least 15 <laughs> points
2: underdogs. Yeah.
0: You know, I have this really bad tendency before we get to the other news that where I um, I tend to live bet, you know, um, the spreads. So I live mm-hmm. bet spread yesterday plus 13 and a half for the heat at halftime thinking like, oh, it can't be that bad. And then I live bet spread again, again at 25 and a half. So I won the 25 and a half, but I lost the 13 and a half. So. I still end up losing a dollar or something at the end of the day. But, you know, too much anxiety with betting spreads. Anyways, um, you know, yeah, the other major news, like Doug said, you know, Doc Rivers has been hired as the head coach. It broke about 45 minutes ago. uh, Broke by voge by 45 minutes ago. uh, That he's been hired the head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers. I love the move. Guys, what are your thoughts? I think,
1: I mean, okay, so obviously... His run in the with the Clippers in Los Angeles did not end well. You know, he blew that 3-1 lead. That's his third 3-1 lead that's been blown under him as a head coach. There was one in his Magic tenure, and then this is his second in his Clippers tenure. I believe the first was against the Rockets in 2015. And, you know, obviously they had enormous expectations going into the year and didn't fulfill them. That Clippers team was probably better than the Nuggets, but they didn't win, didn't pull it out. Granted, Rivers is still a great head coach. You know, after after his playing career, he transitioned into coaching. Did a phenomenal job. He's done it since you know, I think it's twenty plus years now. He's been a head coach. I believe he started in '99 with the Magic. Um, and he's just he's he's been good. You know, he won that chip in 08 with the with with the with the Celtics. So he's been a good head coach. Obviously, the Clippers had different good teams throughout his run there. It wasn't just the Kawhi PG team. He also was coached under Lob City, and that didn't pan out. So, you know, the Balmer and the Clippers, they wanted a change, but that doesn't take away from the fact that Rivers, even with the downfalls that he's had, is still a good head coach. Sixers, obviously, coming off that first-round playoff exit. They're looking for something new to, you know, Bede and Simmons. So I think Rivers, I think it's a good fresh start for them. I think... I'm not going to say they can win a championship this year, but... Oh, I no think shot,
0: they're
1: no shot, yeah. No shot, I mean, yeah, probably not, but, you know, it's a good first start for them, just to see where things can go. What, what did you guys think?
2: I, I mean, think it's a very interesting move, yeah.
0: Yeah, go ahead, Dennis.
2: Uh, Yeah, I, I mean, Doc Rivers is obviously, even despite his issues with the Clippers, I still think he is a very good coach, and despite the issues with the Clippers, like, the Clippers were still a pretty good team while he was there, and the 76ers are obviously... I mean, they had the whole trust the process thing, and I think at this point, most people have decided to distrust the process. (laughs) Um, So, uh, I mean, I think that's pretty spot on. I I like the move to just try something different, have a uh, long-time, well-respected basketball coach running the... uh, team and uh, yeah I would like to see especially a lot of the players on the 76ers I'd like to see what they do under him and it's possible that he would bring talent to the area I think it'll be uh I think it'll be
0: potentially pretty exciting no I, I agree I think it's a great hire personally speaking um, you know I'm not I'm no, no I'm no 76ers fan or anything uh, but I think personally looking at things I think doc Rivers was a great pick I think Mike D'Antonio uh, would have been fine as well, but, you know, I definitely would go with Rivers over D'Antoni um, just because of the assets that D'Antoni has had. I mean, Rivers has had good assets, too, at the end of the day. I mean, you only have one year, really, with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, and he should have got them to the Western Conference Finals regardless of that situation. But, um, you know, he has a lot of potential stars now. He gets to play with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid and gets to coach them and potentially build a championship roster. He's won a championship in the East in 2000 and Nine, I believe, with the Celtics because they lost in 2010 with the Lakers. And then, um, you know, he was a very good coach, just ran into some trouble with the Clippers. I think um, I think this is a very good hire. And then, I mean, on the flip side, the Clippers are interviewing Ty Lue for the opening. I mean, uh, I don't know what I think about that because I personally think Ty Lue was handed an NBA championship as a coach by LeBron James. But I, I don't know. Any, any, any initial thoughts on that as he's emerging the favorite for the Clippers position?
1: Yeah, I mean Tyloo, like you said, his you know his tenure was controversial considering well not controversial, but as soon as LeBron was gone, you know, he lost his first few games there as head coach and then he was fired. Yep. So, I mean we'll have to see. I'm like I don't know. I mean I I'm definitely not like an expert in, you know. NBA or basketball X's and O's, but just judging from a win-loss standpoint, I don't know how much those wins were really coming from Ty Lu I mean, you know, David Blatt was the coach of the Cavs there beforehand, and, you know, they made the finals under him, and then they just let him go and brought in Tai Lu And like you said, I think a lot of people feel, a lot of people outside the organization looking at it probably feel that LeBron was running the show. I don't know how true that was, but it definitely seems that way considering... Obviously LeBron is the greatest player of this era, inarguably. Right, right. And considering his basketball mind, how much he knows about plays, how much he runs things on offense, you know, he's got the mind of a point guard even if he's not always playing as one. He was starting as a point guard this year actually. But you know, he's the floor general and mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. knows things. He understands things. So it's kind of obviously we don't have we weren't inside the organization, but outside looking in, it kind of looks like LeBron was running things. So this would be an interesting test. Not a test, but it would be an interesting, you know, thing to watch with Ty Lue to see, you know, when he's not coaching LeBron, how things go, you know, if he's able to lead a winning team, draw plays in the right situations to get them where they want to be. Right. I don't know if he'll be able to do it. I mean, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be really interesting.
0: No, I think. <clears throat> Sorry. I mean, I think that's a. No, I think that's a really uh, a good point um, that you make at the surface. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll. I think I think that's a good way to put it. We will see. Uh, basically, uh, we don't know if if uh, particularly that they will be able to uh, sign him on and and you know get him on board. Um, but it, it certainly looks like uh, potentially a a positive. Um, it could be a positive hire at the end of the day for sure. Um, but yeah, I think um, you know I think those are all good points. But with that, we should. Uh, we should probably step aside. We just you know, finished up the first half hour. We'll be talking more coming up next, talking about uh, the NFL. We got a Thursday night football game between uh, two intriguing two. teams against uh, o- the 0-3 teams. Uh, some 0-3 o- <laughs> teams. I think that's a better way to put it, against the likes of the Jets and the Denver Broncos. That's what we'll be talking up next. Again, stay tuned right here to WRSU FM, New Brunswick, and online at wrsu.org. myself, Racha here along with Dennis Geisler, Doug Willough. Guys, you know that sound. Here are the car keys. It is locks of the week. And um, guys, who wants to go first here today? Doug can go first. Doug can how, go how first. How generous. How generous. All right,
1: Doug, you're up. Right. What do you got for us
0: today?
1: I'm looking at game two tomorrow, Lakers-Heat, which we've just talked about extensively. The spread is Lakers minus 9.5, as you mentioned before. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with all the injuries to the Heat that we've talked about, with the dominance of Anthony Davis that we've already talked about, with the presence of LeBron James that we've already spoke about, I think it's pretty clear what I'm going to say have the Lakers covering. I think this is an easy choice. And if the Lakers come out with another 20, Thirty-point win. I wouldn't be shocked. Granted, like I mentioned before, there is potential. You know that Duncan Robinson can get hot. You know, score seven, eight, nine threes in a game. There's a chance of that, and it might happen one game this series. But just with the injuries that we've talked about, for the Heat going into Game Two, and with the players, you know, with Goran Dragic, with Bam Adebayo, you know, they both have hard names to say. I've messed them up a couple times. But both of the guys are injured. Both are may not play game two. And with that happening, I see the Lakers covering. And probably blowing the heat out. And that's my lock of the week.
2: Alright, I guess it's my turn. Um this is difficult. I'm trying to <laughs> I'm try, trying to find something on the fly that I want to uh make my lock of the week. I think. Hmm. See, I like doing this one as a uh, college football game because I don't actually get to talk college football very much because, you know, Monday, it's right after football. There's more football, always talking about football. Thursday, there's Monday night football going on, or not Monday night, Thursday night football going on. Uh, and a lot of people just, just aren't focusing on the uh, college football. And so I do like doing that. I, I, I don't know if I want to make the really, really bold one. Because there is, uh, sure, I'll do it. Um, Auburn, Georgia, uh, I, I, I always do this. I look at Georgia every year and I say, this team did not play very well in the whole first half against some team they should have gotten rid of. Last week it was Arkansas. They opened it up in the second half because they just have the better recruiting class. But against a higher level SEC team, that's not going to fly and they're just going to get uh, beaten up on. And that happens a lot of the time with Georgia. And I'm feeling it again this year. I liked what I saw out of Auburn week one. Uh, and so I am going to take Auburn at the very least against the spread because the spread is six and a half Georgia, which, you know, if I like Auburn to win, then I like them against the spread. So, yeah, that's that's it, Auburn over Georgia.
0: A lot of college football picks for you, Dennis, um- I'm kind of surprised, but I'm kind of not. It's, it's the thing that I most enjoy is the college football, honestly. I like college uh, football, too, but, you know, you seem to like it a bit too much. I'm just kidding. You can't what like do you college, mean too much? You can't <laughs> like college football too much here at WRS. You don't even let me finish the exactly. sentence sometimes. You did not even let me finish the sentence. Anyways. Exactly. So we got a big game tonight, uh, a monumental game. I like to call it, you know, I like to call it the Clash of the Titans um mm-hmm. they they're not playing though.
1: <laughs> yeah but that that'll be the only clash of the titans this week. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um so yeah, we got the Denver Broncos and the New York Jets. I think this might be the worst Thursday night football game in history. I'm going to look that up actually. I'm curious. Yeah, please do. Somebody please look it up because I don't know why this game is being advertised as a Thursday night. Guys, listen to this. Yesterday the game opened up as an over under at 40.5. They don't expect more than 40 points scored in this game. And, you know, frankly, neither I did, neither do I. I, It's moved up to 41 and a half. You know, you might probably wait, be worth waiting a couple more minutes to move it to 42 and a half. And uh, betting the under on that, I'll give you that to the folks. This is going to be a very low-scoring game. It's a game that you don't want to watch, never want to talk about, uh, never want to mention that you actually sat down on your couch and, and paid three hours to to watch this nonsense. But, I mean, there's so much on the line tonight. I think I agree with our sports director um, who's a diehard Jets fan that, you know, Adam Gase's job is on the line tonight because if they can't win this game, I can't find them a win on their schedule. I don't know about you guys. Um, but... Definitely agree on that. Yeah, I think they got a win tonight. Um, the Jets are plus one going into it. If that... Matters or anything. The Broncos were at the beginning of the night um, uh, underdogs. They were plus one twenty four. I know they don't have a real, they don't have a really good quarterback or anything, but you know, did, 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 I mean, Sam Darnold hasn't shown much either. To be very frankly honest with you, uh, but you know, tonight, you know, I'm gonna offer, you know, our 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 audience, I guess, uh, you know, why I really recommend that you go for an alternate spread. Um, and I'm telling you that the Denver Broncos are going to sweep up the Jets like you have not seen. I would put an <laughs> alternative spread. They win by two touchdowns. I go minus 13.5, plus 480 value on that. That's pretty good. It's a pretty bold move. Um, it is the odds bold. of you winning it is less than 22%, 20, 25%. But, um, you know, there is uh, – I just don't see – I think this Jets team crumbles apart tonight. You know, my heart tells me to root for the Jets – because it'll make Adam Gay stay here longer, and we'll get even funnier moments with this Jets team, and they'll go even they'll hit, they'll hit even further rock bottom. But my brain tells me that the Jets will get crushed tonight against the Denver Broncos. They're going to get absolutely crushed. The Broncos have at least shown some life. The Jets have shown no life. They can't the Broncos even Broncos have shown some life,
2: but statistically they've been atrocious.
0: Oh yeah, I mean statistically both of these teams have been absolutely garbage. Um, but you know. Um, Who has shown more life so far? I think the Broncos almost pulled out a week one win against the Titans, correct? They did, but that was a pretty pathetic game. It was a pretty pathetic game. I turned it off in the end of the first quarter. But anyways, it doesn't matter. They almost won the game. And so, um, you know, they're not getting blown out by 35 points every Mm -hmm. game like the Jets are.
1: They lost that one uh, on the last second field goal, right, to, the Goss, to Goss Yeah, yes, the Gostkowski last yeah. yes. field
0: goal. And then they lost missed- last week 26-10 against the Buccaneers, but that's Tom Brady, you know? I mean, I didn't expect them to put up much of a Buccaneers fight. have not been good this year, though. No, I mean, they haven't, but it's still Tom Brady. I mean, it's like, you know, it's still Drew Brees. Like, I don't know. Um... I don't, yeah, know, I, mean, I, I, right. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I I feel really confident tonight that the Broncos are gonna blow out the Jets. But in my heart, I'm willing to lose the ten dollars. Uh, in my heart, I'm willing to lose the ten bucks <laughs> just to see Adam Gase's uh, reign continue. It makes me smile just inside a little bit. Yeah, it's been rough, yeah, for Jets fans these
1: last few years. I mean, they hired Todd Bowles there, you know, in 2015. Once, once the Rex Ryan era ended, I mean, it started off well. You know, he went 10 and six after his year.
0: Yeah, and they were, then, you know, and they one they were one pass away from going to uh, the playoffs, if, you know, I still remember I, I remember that, yeah, I do so, remember that Yeah, against the Bills, but, you know, that is what it is but, besides that, since then I mean, they haven't even sniffed uh, a chance uh, at the yeah, playoffs 5-11 the next year, 2016 they're going 0-16, my friends then I'm sorry, and and you think 0-16? You think yeah, yeah, my Jets friends my Jets friends, uh, they're going 0-16 just accept it already, it's <laughs> over if they don't win tonight, they're going 0-16, period I mean, that's
1: a big claim, I mean it's hard just to go zero and six. It is like, even it for is. bad teams. Yes. Like, you
0: can pull out a win. That at is some correct. Point. That is a hundred percent on point. But this the, team the only mis- other thing I see on the schedule. Yes, go ahead. Is yes. uh,
2: at Dolphins uh, home against uh, the Dolphins <laughs> by week, and then at Dolph or uh, home against Dolphins.
0: Yeah, they might be able to win by week at least. They won't
2: lose. Uh, well, <laughs> yes, <laughs> they, they won't lose by week. I mean, look at their I, schedule. I think that that's like, let's look at their schedule. Like,
0: their schedule. Win. I mean, Broncos, Jets. Maybe that's a coin toss. I think they get blown down. Cardinals, Jets. Cardinals. Jets, Chargers. Yeah. Chargers. Bills, Jets. Yeah, absolutely. Bills. Jets, Chief. I don't even watch that. Plus 50 on the Chiefs. I badly uh, want to watch that game. Patriots, Jets. <laughs> that's blowout. Be great. Jets, Dolphins. Maybe. I mean,. They, they I, play I the think Dolphins the second one after week, right? they
2: just played the Dolphins and after a bye week, I think might be their opportunity this is, to take. This a win.
0: schedule is horrific. Oh my Especially goodness! Especially
2: if Adam Gase is no longer on the team and they have a real coach.
0: I guess. I, I guess, Dennis. I mean, look, they ain't beating the Seahawks in week. Thirteen. They're not being the Rams in week fourteen. Sorry, in in week fifteen. They're not being the Browns in week sixteen. And they're definitely not being the Patriots at all this season. Week seventeen. Um, with mm-hmm. with the Cam Newton doesn't look that bad. I um, just think the I only mean, winnable games they have is tonight, and against the Dolphins. That's it. And i and, and the Dolphins might be way better than the Jets. Yeah, I, I don't even so think they'll be favored. At some
1: point, they pull out a win. Like we usually, yeah, that's tonight. We usually see things. Like, ha- weird things happen. Last year when the Ravens went 14-2, and two, you know, they lost to the Browns. Last year the Patriots looked really good, and they lost to the Dolphins, who were terrible, you know, that last week, week of the season. So just, like, it's hard to go, you know, 16-0 or 0-16 in the NFL. You know, I just pulled up the stats. I just wanted to fact-check myself. So since the NFL has expanded to the 16-game season – Two teams have gone 0-16, and, and you probably remember both of them because they stick out. The Lions? The Browns. And the Lions. Oh, the yeah, Browns yeah, and the Lions, and yes. The Lions, the Lions in o- in 8 went 0-16. Browns in 2017, so just a couple years back, went 0-16. And, and what's notable is, what's pretty notable is, the NFL is expanding to a 17-game schedule next season. So assuming, assuming they don't revert back to a 16-game schedule at some point in the future... This year, this year will be the last year a team could go 0-16 or 16-0. Because after that, it's going to be 17-0 and 0-17. Like if you look back, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they went 0-14 in 1976. And that was a couple years before the NFL expanded, you know, to that 16-game schedule. In 1982, the Baltimore Colts went 0-8-1. But that was in the strike-shortened season when Mark Mosley, the Redskins kicker, won MVP. Like a lot of weird stuff is going on in that nine-game season. But looking at 16-game seasons specifically, we've had one 16-0 team, which was the 7 Patriots, two 0-16 teams, which was the 8 Lions, and the 17 Browns. So this season is the last season we're going to have a chance to see this because next year we're switching to oh, that yeah, 17-game right. season. Yeah, it's weird because this season we're expanding to the seven-game like, playoff, not seven games, 17 playoff for each conference. And then next season is when we switch to the 17-game schedule. So this is, like, the only season that's going to be played under this, like, specific format. It's kind of interesting.
0: I don't know how much how much difference that's going to make for this Jets team. It's, yeah, it's horrendous, it's, man. It's horrendous. I just
1: think, I think at some point, At some point, they're going to pull out a win.
0: Even if it's an unexpected win
1: versus a good team.
0: Look, they're not beating the Cardinals. They're not beating the Chargers. Look, I I think Dennis put it the best way. They have three chances to win this year, and one of them is tonight. One of them is tonight. That's it, right, Dennis? I I do get where
2: where Doug is coming from in that upsets do happen a lot more often in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Like, if you say that they have... I don't know, the other team has, like, a 90-plus percent chance to win every game down the stretch, other than, like, those three games. Right. There's still a 10% chance on each of those. You know, maybe something potentially could happen, even with uh, how terrible the team is. I definitely get where Doug is coming from,
0: but I right, also like get where Dennis. you're coming
2: from, where, on paper, they don't beat any team.
1: But, Dennis, right, so you're, you're a this, major, I would be,
2: right? Right? <laughs> right? Uh, what?
1: So... You're, are you a stat major?
2: I'm a, yes, I am a stats major.
1: So, if the Jets come in, right? If they go into like ten games, and they have a ninety percent chance of losing each game, so a ninety percent chance of losing game one, a ninety percent chance of losing game two, then what's the chance mm-hmm. that they win at least one game? Is that that's .9 uh, to The tenth like- power,
0: right? Yeah, am I doing, doing like, that I mean, wrong? Just, all right all, right, all right, math I, I, all right, Matt. So basically what I'm anyways, saying is anyways, there's uh, still uh, be a high like
2: a sixty five percent chance of winning a game.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah so I that, mean, yeah, high. statistically, yeah, but this is look, statistics goes out the window when you're doing with this Jets team. Let's be honest. Yeah, this Jets team is really bad. This Jets team <laughs> is something else. I mean, like, let's be serious with ourselves. Can they win a game? Bad. Can they win a the game? Yes. I mean, and look, and look, you know, your model Doug that you built up in ten seconds is only good as the assumptions you put into it, anyway. So, um, but what I'm saying is the Jets are not like a high school level team, right? No, like they're not no. going out there and getting like killed. Look, the like, Jets like, have literally look, look, look. The Jets have no wide receivers. Okay, right? They they have no wide receivers. I think Denzel I, Mims. No, no. How long is Denzel Mims out for? I think he's out for a uh, decent period of time. They need him back as soon as possible. They need Jamison Crowder back as soon as possible. Besides them two, they have no real wide receivers. I think their starting wide receiver is, is like a sixth round pick from the Patriots a couple Look, years ago I, in Chris Hogan.
1: I know the team think they're going to go 0-16. I just think they're going to pull out a win or two because just the chances of losing every game, like everything would have to go wrong, and the chances of that happening are just small. Like, I think they're going to pull out a win at some point.
0: I hope you're right for my fellow Jets friends, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, I mean guys, I mean just looking at at the at the scale uh of moving forward uh any any NB any NFL games that intrigue you this weekend, I guess besides the local games. Um you know, I see some blowouts potentially. I think the 49ers will roll over the Eagles. Uh the Rams will roll over the Giants. All right, so we got that out of the way. Um any other good games you guys see this week?
2: I am excited to find out in what ridiculous way the Bears will win this week. Oh <laughs>
0: I don't have the Bears winning this week. I have them being... I have the Colts winning, as surprising as that may sound. Mm -hmm. This Colts team is not bad. It ain't a bad team. I mean, Phil Rivers needs to get it going, but, like, it's not a bad team. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of blowouts I see this week. I don't know. I think... I want to see the Falcons blow things up again. Dennis, what are the odds of uh, the Falcons doing what they have done in the past couple weeks? I... The, I I feel like it has to be a really low chance because they just lose to the
2: Packers, right? Yeah, The Packers I, are just so much <laughs> better than the Falcons. There's well, no way a, that the Falcons had like have, are point, in like a position to win the game and then lose the game again. Yeah, That would a, be inconceivable.
0: They had a 0.1% chance, I think, to lose the game or something, and they found a way to lose. They found a way to lose. Yeah, Twice. I, I want to
2: say they had like a 99.3% chance at their best in the Bears game.
0: It shouldn't have happened either way, but all right. Um, we got a Chiefs-Patriots matchup, but I think you know Chiefs are far favorites in that one. Minus seven by a touchdown. Um,
2: yeah, that's like an I mean, interesting game, like looking at it on the broader level where yeah. you're just like, oh, Chiefs-Patriots. The Patriots look like they're good. They do look but like they good,
0: yeah.
2: Even despite that, I think the Chiefs are just a lot better, and I don't really know how good the Patriots are yet.
0: I'm still yeah, waiting on that. Yeah, I mean they had a good game against the the Seahawks, right? I mean they lost it by on a, on a last play. It was, but, yeah, it was a pretty solid game. But the Seahawks have been really good, and I mean they're playing the Dolphins this weekend, and I would take the take the Seahawks again. But, um, you know, I I don't know. I think there's we have a, quite a few good teams um, this year. Um, it seems that the, the level of competition is a bit more spread out. But we have one dominant player, and that's the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean the way they steamrolled the Ravens. Everybody that yeah. was hopping on the Ravens' uh, bandwagon, including our own uh, Dennis Geisler, um, yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, the Ravens real got talk. Torn like that apart. Was they got clear. torn apart. That was very clear. Yeah, that was uh, that was a shellacking. Um, you know, I don't think Lamar Jackson had more than 100 yards passing in that game. He had 97. He had 97 yards. Good okay, Lord. so he did end up being stuck on there. Um, I did end up. I did end up saying. I think I said plus. I said over 54 and a half, and they scored. 54 points. Yeah, I had the
2: same where I had the uh, over <laughs> and it was exactly 54 on the 54 and a half. I
0: was pretty pissed off. Um, <laughs> I was
2: too. Yeah, I I think uh, also Harrison Vodker missed a pretty late field goal he did, put he, it over. He,
0: did, he, did. No, he missed the, he missed the field goal against the end of the first half. And at that point, I was like, ah, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Like, there's mm-hmm. already 40 points up. We'll be fine. And then the Ravens couldn't score. And then the Chiefs, well, the Chiefs had to go on a fourth and one instead of kicking the field goal. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Uh, but it was the end of the game, and you want to you know run rub points in favor in any way. What do you guys think about this matchup? I think the most intriguing matchup I find: Cleveland Browns, Dallas Cowboys. That could be interesting. I'm not gonna lie. That could be a close one. I don't know. I mean, the Cowboys have looked good, but I mean, nothing against. These the are Browns. two
2: kind of odd teams.
0: Yeah, I think. yeah, it's an odd matchup.
2: Because the Browns have had a easy schedule with the exception of the Ravens game, right? right. But have done pretty well with it. Exactly. Yep. While the Cowboys have had not an especially easy schedule, they've had the Rams, they've had the Seahawks, both of those on the road, right? Um, but still haven't looked great despite that, right? Right. Uh, I mean, the Falcons game was not good at all. They should not have won that game. They should be zero and three right now, and it's just that was that
1: was crazy that comeback. Yeah. the Cowboys had. I mean,
2: it, it was a very strange comeback, and that onside kick. I one still think of that. One of the dumber onside that. kicks I've ever seen.
1: Bro, like uh, like you they, they didn't use a T. And I don't remember which game it was, but in week 3, another team tried that without the T, the onside kick like I, on the I've ground. I've seen that a lot of
2: time actually.
1: You mean like the helicopter?
0: It, it's like the helicopter kick, is that what they call they, it? Yeah, he put the ball down on the um on the surface, right? And then On they, the surface without Yeah, but that's tee, gotta do it now. Yeah, you got to keep making that ball spin as much as possible and take advantage of it.
1: It's just
2: bizarre. I mean, they're very. It, it looks very uh, strange. The onside kick is a dumb concept in general. <laughs> it's really, really dumb. Um, it's just bizarre. Uh, I know they had that proposal,
1: right? To, they put on it to yeah, play, the like, 15 instead mm-hmm. of the onside kick.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I mean, that's. I'm always, like, personally, I'm very opposed to change when it's, like, proposed. Right. And then once it goes into effect, I become okay with it. Like, when they wanted to move the extra points back in the NFL. From 17 yards to 33 yards, I was like, no, like, you can't do that. That's going to mess up all the statistics records. Like, there's going to be so much less extra points made. It's going to be so weird. And now that it's in
0: effect, I like it. It is nice. It is nice. It It is. The extra point was kind of taken for granted for. um, Yeah. And now guys actually miss them, like, sometimes. Yeah. It's good. Like, I
1: mean, that 17 yard extra point was like, I think it was made like 99% of the time. I don't know the exact number, but it was like almost never missed. Yeah, I think it was so close.
0: I mean, if you miss that, you shouldn't be kicking the ball. You should not be kicking in the NFL. Mm All right. I mean, uh, you know, we got Can We Just Talk coming up next. But we're going to step aside. Again, you're listening to the WRSU crew right here uh, on WRSU FM, New Brunswick, and online at wrsu.org.
1: Stay in the sun where I find I know it's hard sometimes Pieces of peace in the sun's peace of mind I know it's hard sometimes Yeah, I think about the end just way too much But it's fun to fantasize On my
0: Welcome back, everybody, to the WRSU crew alongside Dennis Geisler, myself, Raj Shaw. Guys, how's everything going? And you guys heard that segment sound. It's, can we just talk? You guys ready for the wheel spin? Ooh, of course. All right. All right I'm ready 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 guys. ready for the wheel. I guess I guess I have a lot to say here who gets to go. Mhm.
2: Well the wheel does. You do.
0: Yes, yes. We're having some technical difficulties from my end. Um mm.
2: because I'm You so got to drag the wheel out. It's kind of heavy. It, you got to make is, sure the wheels are rolling heavy. the right way.
0: There we go.